It's episode 170 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm so excited for this episode. I'm sitting with the testing and federal programs coordinator of the School and Science of Technology <laughs> of Corpus Christi High School, Ashton Sigler. Thank you so much for joining me Thank today. Thank you. I'm excited that it's an even number. I was really worried that it would be an odd number, and really? I'm really, yes. I wish I'm, you had told me. I, I really harp on weird things like that, and I was like, I hope it's an even number. <laughs> That's hilarious. For anybody who's listening, if you prefer an even number, tell me and we'll like maneuver you, because it's always so important to me that you are comfortable and happy with Thank your you. episode, you know? Yeah. Thank so yes, <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Okay, first of all, your house is beautiful. Oh, Second thank you. of all, so we went to school together. We did. We didn't really hang out, but we nope. I knew of you. Yep. And then I thought it was amazing and such a great honor that you invited me to go speak about the podcast. That was to so exciting. My students are so into it. They're really into that whole podcast culture and social media, good or bad, but they're really into podcasts. And I didn't know my students were that into podcasts. So I do believe this next school year, we did our SST news. It was an actual news broadcast every Friday. <gasps> wow. Yes. So this year, they really want to start a SST podcast yes and they're trying to navigate how to do that on their own but still about sst in school yes. and so they might be reaching out to you I of don't course know. <laughs> no and, and like i said if y'all have questions or whatever but i mean it can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be is what i always tell people but i mean the fact that i got to talk to kids and that they did seem interested i think it was your middle school kids yeah my middle school kids are the most um ambitious for sure yeah. they're really into kind of exploring new things my high school students are like on the path, I got to graduate. I got to get these requirements for graduation because we have a whole lot of them. Yes. But my middle school kids are still kind of like, that's so long away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> focus on the here that. and now. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you could just tell you had such an ease with the kids. Like whenever we, you know, between periods and after um, one uh, what would you call it? Like session, I guess. Whenever the bell would ring, the kids would come up to you and kind of interact with you and be talking to you about whatever. And like, you just seem so at ease with them. Have I you learned, always been that way? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> um, first year teaching is the worst thing in your entire life. It is so hard. Um, I'll tell you what my mentor told me. Yes. You're allowed to cry every day of your first year teaching. It is hard. Um, I don't really know what to say beyond that. You're trying to navigate all of the, you know, workload. You're trying to navigate your relationships with your students. I have, I'm going into my 10th year at SST. I've Congratulations. Only, thank you. I've only ever worked at SST. Mm -hmm. They hired me in October of 2013. Wow. So I didn't even get to start with my students in August. So I came in. They had had a new oh. teacher. I had never taught a day in my life. I didn't do student teaching. At charter schools, you can be highly, um, what do they call it? Like qualified? Highly qualified. Right. Yeah. Right word. Um, so I graduated from AM Corpus Christi with a four-year degree in history. Mm -hmm. I found the job on Craigslist. <laughs> Which I my husband's always like, Craigslist, <laughs> yep. that's the first step to a crime. Uh, kind of thing. I, and I will tell you, I had to call them. So I found the job on Craigslist. I was a nanny for the Divisors. They're amazing. I love them. I'm going to send this to her because she's going to be so excited because she really changed my life. And oh. I... I'm, that's I amazing. kid you not. I only nannied for her for a little bit of time. Her husband is a, um, he's a firefighter. He's one of the captains, I believe. And she wasn't going to meet me anymore. She's going to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And I found Good the job her. on Craigslist. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. This has to be a scam. And I had nothing to wear. She goes, please borrow this dress, borrow these shoes. Oh, wow. Like, go to this interview. 
it'll be great for you. So what was it advertised as on Craigslist? Goodness, history teacher needed. I'm sure it was something, it was super sketchy. I'm not going (laughs) to Keep in mind, this was 10 years ago. Exactly. So a really long time ago. And so I wore a borrowed dress. I wore borrowed shoes. Went in my 05 Kia Rio all the way to the School of Science Technology. We were one building at the time. Um, the, H- the formerly H-E-B yes. on Everhart and Saratoga. Right. Okay. <laughs> For anybody who's a Corpus and local, you know. I don't believe, and I, I, I might be wrong, but I do not believe to this day that there was even the School of Science and Technology sign. Okay. It might have been there, but I might not. I might have been so panicked I, I didn't see it. Yes. And so I called the school because I thought I was going to be like kidnapped. Mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't a school. I don't understand what's going on. And I called her and I said, I know you called me for an interview. I am here, but I don't want to walk in. Like, yes. can you walk? Like, I don't know. It's just a scam. And she was like, no, please come in. Please come in. I would really like to interview you. Nailed my interview the first day. Went back the second day. I bought an Old Navy outfit. Nice. Hey, Clyde, you can't go wrong with an Old nope. Navy outfit. And I went in for another interview. They hired me on the spot. Hired me on Friday. And they handed me my textbooks and said, I believe in you. We'll see you on Monday. Monday was a teacher work day. Okay. So you so had time to prep. A little bit. A little bit of time to prep. And so I was like, okay, I can talk to some teachers. Um, the head of the history department went to A&M. So I had called my professors and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, you got this, girl. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got this. Absolutely, I got this. <laughs> I love that. They're like, and it's fine. You're good. <laughs> she told me, she goes, I think the head of the department there used to be in the history department here. Here's his email. Maybe you can reach out to him beforehand and I was like great so I reached out to him Mr. Cummings amazing I still work with him him and I are lifers (laughs) well and that's really great to hear right like that says a lot about the school yep we have a we have a really low um, turnover rate okay we have all of our teachers if they leave it's mostly because their husbands are military or Mm -hmm. there's another reason we don't ever have teachers that really leave us because they're unhappy right that's fantastic so started on Tuesday with kids and and I'm telling you, that first year teaching is hard. And I will tell you, if you stick it out, it is the most rewarding feeling that last day of school that you'll ever have. Because you're like, I did it. And yes. I get to go enjoy my summer. And I, oh, that, and I didn't get to tell you, congratulations, you're on summer break yes. right now. Yes, I'm finally, last week I had to work. So this week, I'm finally like, I feel like I have a real vacation. Yes, you earned it, girl. I'm so, telling you. Thank you. I mean, you are constantly at it. And we'll get into like everything that you're up to at yep. the school. Um, but I want to touch on this first year teaching thing because the majority of us can only imagine. I mean, I have a child that I can hand off while I'm at work. I mean, you're with kids all day. That is mm-hmm. your work. Yep. Um, That's why I like the big ones. The little ones, bless them. I don't know how anybody <laughs> does that. I love them. And I, I do miss being a pre-K through 12 because okay. when we were at HEB, we were all together. Yes. And so I have very good friends that I work with that teach little kids. And I would love to go, if I was having a stressful day, sit on their carpet during reading time and they would read a story and I would just sit there like Billy Madison. I imagined myself looking like Billy Madison. <laughs> That's good. Um, you know, and when my big kids were acting up, I'd be like, you know what? I need you to take this envelope to the second grade classroom and you're going to sit in there for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> and then she to. would send me her big kid or her little kids to my big kid classroom. How neat is and that? And so it was a really good, almost like a good behavior kind of back and forth. Um, yes. You know, just to make them have a break during yeah. the day because kids need breaks too i definitely so when you started in 2013 what grade were you teaching i was teaching seventh grade 10th grade and 11th grade so you didn't know yet what you preferred or no, did you i did not okay um so i taught seventh grade texas history which i was born and raised in texas love it never leaving um that was really exciting to me um yes. my seventh grade history teacher miss morgan over at haas 
was a huge influence in me loving history. That's she so was wonderful. so much fun. Um, and so I was really excited to teach that class. And then I taught 10th grade world history and 11th grade U.S. history. Wow. Yep. So you had Texas, U.S., and world. Yes. Wow. And it, at the time, at the HEB, we only had... I think it's funny that you call it the HEB. The, the HEB school. <laughs> Everybody calls it the HEB school. We had three hallways, three very small hallways. A big room was our quote-unquote gym, and then we had a cafeteria. So, I mean, they, they looked like classrooms. It looked like a school, but every year that we were there, we would build out a little bit more yes. and a little bit more. And so finally, we got like a high school wing. We had the elementary, and we got to spread out a little bit. Um, and we got a real gym, which was very exciting. That is the that real is gym. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, y'all make do with what you had, right. which I think is really resourceful. And, mm-hmm. and again, says a lot about this so, school. Right. So now we have, we're going to have four campuses this year. We're going to have a pre-K through wow. two. We're going to have my, uh, eighth grade through seniors, which is where I'm at. Mm. And we'll have a third grade through seventh grade all right there off Saratoga. Yes. And then we have Bayshore, which is on airline. It's pre-K through eights. Okay. They're going to add eighth grade next year. Okay, fantastic. So So. is that going to be a situation where they keep adding a grade or will they eventually have to move into the high school? I don't know. So um, my understanding is perhaps maybe kind of in the works possibly is we might be building a brand new high school. Okay. So then my campus where I'm currently at will be the middle school. But okay. things change all yes. the time. <laughs> I, ain't I don't know. Truth. I'm hoping that that's the phase that we kind of go in. Um, you know, we when I started in 2013, we had less students, kinder, because we didn't have pre-K, kinder through 12, than we do on my 8th through 12 campus. So now I've watched it go from three hallways to four campuses, and it's just massive. Well, <laughs> it blows me away. Yeah. Well, so did the school start in 2013? Like, no. You, okay. 2009. Okay. So they've been in Corpus since 2009. Yes. Okay. Wow. In that building since 2009. And there's like four or f- I think we counted four the other day. I was at work last week. I think we counted four. They call themselves O-Niners. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the teachers dive. who have been there since 2009. Um, and then this senior class was our first class that had the opportunity to attend from kinder to senior year. Why? This 2022? Yep. The ones we just graduated. Okay. Wow. So we had five of those, I believe, maybe six. Okay. Um, who, who have attended SST from kinder to 12th grade. That's amazing. And yep. I mean, it just goes to show, you know, the longevity of the school. Right. Here. And so that was really exciting. It was really kind of eye-opening for us that we make such an impact. Um, every year, our senior class gets bigger and bigger. And we're just... Figuring out as we go, I guess. Yes. Um, SST is in San Antonio and in Houston. And that was so my next question. Thank you for answering that. So where did it originate? I believe not in San Texas? Antonio. Okay, it did. If I, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, in San Antonio, we kind of branched off from Harmony, mm-hmm. which was another, it's another charter kind of system. Um, but yeah, we've been in Corpus since 09, just growing every year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really are. Um, and I hear more and more people showing interest in charter schools as opposed to traditional public schools. Now, yep. I, I went to public school. I, I yep. enjoyed it. But I like that there's the opportunity for it really to be a random lottery right. to be a part of this. So like, what's a misconception about charter schools as opposed to public? I think a lot of people believe that we get to choose our students. Mm-hmm. And because we're a public charter, we don't. Mm-hmm. We um, take applications year round and then we have a lottery and we don't get to choose that. It's a legit lottery. Yes. And then we accept those students, special education, 504, ESL, low income, high income. It makes no difference. Mm-hmm. We don't get the choice in that. 
Um, but we do have to service them. Um, receiving, you know, public and private funding, we do have to service them. Yeah. Um, and we do our absolute best. We have a great special education department. Um, our ESL department is amazing. They work really hands-on with our students, too. So, you know, thinking that we only take these elite students and we get to choose our students isn't necessarily true. That's not true at all. Yeah. Um, that's the, probably the number one mis biggest misconception. Yeah, I actually talked to a coworker the other day because my son will be joining School of Science and Technology in the fall. And so I was telling them, and he said, uh, oh, so did he have to take, like, a test or, like, you know what? And I was like, it is truly yep. random. It is you completely just random. And yep. It is completely random. Um, and it's it's a really great system. It's a great alternative to the public school system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I really wish our public school system got more funding. I wish they had more For interventionists. Sure. I wish they yes. had, you know, a lot more help than, you know, other schools, too, as, as other schools do yes um, but charter schools are a great alternative yes i mean everything i've seen i'm impressed with so we'll, we'll see how he does <laughs> he'll do but, great he'll be right next door to me just call me yes thank you <laughs> so i want to rewind a little bit so you got your degree in history yep. and you said that you had a history teacher at haas that really you know mm -hmm. influenced you i guess to love history yep. but so it's to me it's one thing to love history and another thing to pursue an education in history i never fun fact i yes. never changed my major Oh, Ever. I'm so, I changed it like so nope, many times. Never That's did. amazing. My grandfather's really into history. My father's really into history. They have like these, oh, this guy in my family. Da -da -da. My dad's biggest claim to fame is the Blakeleys. Apparently we had um, a way distant cousin that fought in the Civil War who popped, or I'm sorry, the Texas Revolution at San Jacinto, who was alive until he decided he was going to pop his head up and then he was killed. And that's his wow. biggest claim to fame. <laughs> and he will tell that story to anybody who will listen. <laughs> it's so That's funny. a great story. Uh, that's, I believe I'm telling it correctly because I haven't gotten that far. I've been doing a lot of research on our family tree. I haven't gotten quite that far yet. Okay. I can't make the connection, but that's his story. And mm -hmm. I grew up with those stories. They were fun. They were interesting. And then I had um, my seventh grade Texas history teacher, Miss Morgan, she taught and she would sit. She never stood up. She would just sit and she had long dress on and she was older. She had glasses and she and would come in and you would fill in the blanks and whoever filled it out the quickest got a prize. But <coughs> she explained things like fun. She would call people like Ooga Booga's here and Ooga Booga's there and this guy <laughs> went here and you were just kind of like enthralled with what she was saying and it was so much fun. Yes. And anybody who went to Haas knew Miss Morgan. The same as like Mr. Ibanez with his tie-dye uh, lab coat. I mean, there's just, <laughs> I don't know why Haas had the biggest character teachers. They were just so much fun. That is fun. And um, she really made an, like an impact in my life. I loved her. And in high, high school, I don't really remember my history. Mr. DeVoe, he works, he did work for um ccisd he was the history kind of writer for ccisd after a while a long while mm -hmm. but, i remember um, that name i never yeah. had him but i remember him he was great too and i just loved history and so when i went into college i took my basics and i was like no history and when they asked me at del mar they were like what do you want to do and i was like history absolutely and then i went to AM corpus and the history department's great mm -hmm. and i just that was it and you never changed nope. you never questioned it nope i was a history major from start to finish and I have a minor in women and gender studies. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So what, I don't have a minor. And I think it's amazing that people opt to do a minor. Mm -hmm. What was the inspiration behind that? Um, Mr. Ramirez, who I hope he listens to this too. He's on my Facebook. I love him. Um, he taught sociology and he taught different classes. And I had to take an elective. And one of his was somewhere in the long lines of women and gender studies, somewhere in there. 
and I took, I loved him, so I kept taking his classes. I think I took two, maybe three of them. I don't remember anymore. Oh, excellent. And women and gender studies was a new minor. And when we were looking with my um, advisor, I was like, well, I have all these elect, like, extra classes what can I do with them she goes well you're one short of a women and gender studies and I was like oh great here we go <laughs> right there perfect yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know I was getting a minor in it until at the very end I was like yeah sure I'll take one more class let's wow. go wow but how neat is that mm-hmm. though it worked out perfectly it did and I really enjoyed it and it was interesting and I'm pretty conservative mm-hmm. um so it was interesting to have that challenging class you know because at the time definitely like, liberalism and Corpus Christi was getting bigger and bigger and yes. now it's like super strong I've been graduated since December 2011 mm-hmm. So as a conservative in class, it was challenging and going back and forth, and it was a lot of fun. Yes. But, um, but you're right. I mean, that's the why. That's why we get an education right. is to expand our right. you know awareness of everything. So. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So yeah, history with a minor women and gender studies. I taught um, for six years in the classroom. And then I moved into a coordinator position. Yeah, that I mean. So did the six years just fly by? I know that yeah. year one <clears throat> was a struggle. Year one was hard, and then after that it was easy because after that. Um, I talked to my principal, Dr. Mercy is amazing, and I said, I really like my middle school kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I can teach 7th and 8th grade, that would be great because 8th grade's tested. It's a star subject for history. Okay. So you have a history star in 8th grade and an 11th grade. And you're, oh, I see what you're saying. You prefer 7th. Yeah, I okay, love 7th grade. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So okay. if I taught them 7th grade and 8th grade, I would have them for two years. Yes. So I can kind of, you know, stagger our teaks. I can kind of get in there. And in seventh grade, I can teach them a lot of the things they need to know for eighth grade. Yes. So in eighth grade, it was a smoother year. For sure. So That's after smart. that. And you're thinking in the best interest of the student. Yep. That's and amazing. After that, I taught seventh and eighth grade for five years after that. That was all I taught. Was seventh and eighth grade. I taught Texas history and eighth grade U.S. history. And that's what I did. So when you got your degree in history, did you always kind of know that you were eventually going to go into teaching no. or some sort of education? I wanted to work in a museum. Okay. And I wanted nobody to ever talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to just play with old things all day and just coast through life and be like, um, what's the one with uh Brad Fraser and the mummies. Oh my gosh. Uh, the mummy. Yes, the, the mummy. mummy. I wanted to be um, like her. I wanted to be like the really pretty woman. Yeah, Rachel Weiss. Yes, I love her. her. She's gorgeous. Gosh, I wanted to be gorgeous. like her and just work in a museum and move on with my life. And <laughs> I never thought I would find a Craigslist ad and be at the same place 10 years later. <laughs> but the fact that you went for it, you know, um, yep, that, that was there. one of those moves that kind of, you don't really know why you did it, but you, you're yep. so glad you did. Yep. I am absolutely very blessed, very thankful that I did, um, that I was talked into going inside for that interview because I was not going to. <laughs> I would have felt the same um, way and been like, does somebody need to be with me? Like waiting in the it car? Like was strange. It was a very <laughs> weird, like no one finds these jobs on Craigslist. Like, what is this? Like even back in the day, because at the time I had applied to be a substitute for CCIS. Mm -hmm. and I had an interview set up or whatever I never went to the interview because I ended up getting this job but Mm -hmm. like that was a legit like you go to our website and you have to do this and you have to do that and then this one's just a Craigslist ad please call me show up we we need you to be interested and willing and and qualified and and qualified uh which I also think is really nice um you know that if you have the knowledge and Mm -hmm. the interest right you know that you can go be successful at this school and the really good thing about sst is we have a step program that will actually help you um get your certification Mm -hmm. they will reimburse you for it and help you with your masters um it's an amazing program we have a lot of people who come in highly qualified who leave certified teachers wow Um, so you have the support you have the ability you have the everything right in front of you you have the opportunity that's wonderful Mm -hmm. um 
Yes. Any job that lets you come in through the door without necessarily right. having it, but willing to help you get it. That is a gym. Yep. I will tell you that all of our elementary teachers are certified mm-hmm. and we do work very hard in most, most, if not all at this point of our high school and middle school are all certified as well. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, we're just moving up. You and really <laughs> are. Uh, I it's mean, been so great to watch it just grow. That's like the, the most exciting thing and watch it grow and be able to help it grow yes. because there's not really any limitations. You want to do something, tell me how you're going to do it. Let's do it. Yes. Like it's very easy to get it going. Yeah. And that's amazing, right? That there's no one necessarily telling you like, that's not possible right. or we can't do that or Absolutely. whatever. I mean, that kind of support yep. is priceless. I tell people all the time, I might be spoiled rotten, but they have never told me no. Yes. <laughs> but they've told me, let me see your plan. Yeah. But they have never told me no. <laughs> but, which is like a yes ish. Ish. And, until, until I see the plan. Yeah. But, uh, but by this point they have to trust you because like you said, you went from six years of teaching to suddenly moving on to program coordinator. Officially your title is a testing and federal programs coordinator. Yes. This okay. year. Yes. Give me what this year. What does that mean? You never know. Things change all the time you never know what i'm gonna do next year well so when after you hit the so in 2019 whenever you became the uh whenever you switched positions what was your position then i went from uh history teacher to testing and federal programs okay okay so and that's yes. what the, the role you've had while i was since. on maternity leave yes wow okay so you went on maternity leave and they yes. were like hey we have this position would you be interested yes okay and were you nervous about it or was did it seem like a logical step um, it is a logical, like upward step. That's kind of the projection, like the projection I wanted to go in. Yeah. Um, but it was a really big job and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no training either. So it was kind of getting thrown in, which I work best that way. Like throw me in. Let's see what it happens. Sounds I don't like really it. know. <laughs> it really does. Like, like you're just kind of like, okay, I'm being trusted to wing it. So I'm gonna point me in the right direction. Who do I talk to? Yes. And then COVID hit my first year as a coordinator. Oh my gosh. And I didn't even think about that. Nobody knew what was going on. So I had my, I guess he was four at the time. He was, he wasn't in pre-K yet. So he was four. He had just turned four. COVID hit. I had a newborn baby. And the world shut down. Yes. And I had no idea what we're doing with star testing, like at all. Um, That was my biggest job. Like, what are we doing? Are we testing? Are we not testing? What's going on? And then with federal programs, it's all checking in on your homeless kids, checking in on your foster kids, checking in on your migrants, your immigrant students. Um, You know, we still had our campus needs assessment. So as a Title I school, we have to do campus needs assessment and campus improvement plans where we meet with parents and we come up with goals basically Mm -hmm. for the next school year. We hadn't done any of those. And at the time it was just my campus. So the middle school, high school, we were seven through 12 and next door I was handling both campuses. And so I had no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. Because this is literally your first year. (laughs) My first year. Yep. And so I, my director for federal programs at the time was in San Antonio. So we're trying to zoom it and figure that out. Mm -hmm. And figure out what we're doing so we had meetings with parents throughout july wow. um yeah we were trying to get all the paperwork done this get is it all in finished. 2020 yep okay um you know we're still in quarantine mm-hmm. we're still trying to figure out is the world ending is yeah. it not ending will we ever go back <laughs> is, is school open what are we doing and we went back in august virtual oh that's right yep my oh oldest my nash gosh. he started pre-k virtual 
how does anybody who participated in virtual schooling anybody who was the teacher (laughs) anybody who was administration the students the parents you deserve an applause because absolutely especially with the little ones the super little ones Mm -hmm. oh my goodness and his pre-k teacher and his aide they would get them on zoom and they were little gabber monsters talking and whispering (laughs) and i was just like i don't know what's going on and i would try and do his school in the morning and then get my work done in the afternoon my husband was still home and we had a newborn baby. So it was just like Non-stop. musical chairs all day long, just trying to figure out what we're doing. I know it wasn't easy, but you make it look easy. I, I guess I because like to you're hear that. always, I, I don't know, you <laughs> just it always wasn't easy. seem chill. Like you're always. I try to be. Yeah. Like, like I said, you're human, right? Like of There's course a lot of coffee in the morning and a lot of wine in the evenings. And that's <laughs> how that all mixes in. <laughs> Hey, whatever you need to do to unwind. <laughs> but I think your temperament just makes you such a natural at this. Thank and you. being able to help kids transition or being able to help kids with, you know, whatever it is they might need help with. I mean, that's why I to like me, to hear that that's what people see because yes. on the back end of it, I feel like I'm a ball of nerves all the time and mm-hmm. I'm juggling. Um, you definitely are juggling without so a doubt. I just I'm glad that that's what people see because sure. it really is a juggle all the time. Yeah. You well, it's know. not just that I see it. I mean, you're actually executing it in that way. Thank you. you know what I mean? Like, please give yourself some props because I was like so impressed <laughs> whenever I went to see you at your school the other day. The work that you're doing. I mean, you cut out for it. hundred percent. Thank you. Yes. So but in addition to you know, being the testing and federal programs coordinator, you're also an advisor for the National Junior Honor Society and the National Honor yes. Society, which is amazing. <laughs> so how does how does that come to me be? Because I feel like that's a really special place to have, um, you know, influence over these kids. Like it's a, it's a really important position. I really don't even know how I <laughs> ended up. I, I kind of do. Uh, Mr. Cummings, who I spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. he was my um, department chair at the time. Uh, we talked together forever, and now he's one of our academic counselors. He's still amazing. We actually are, we work right next to our, our offices are right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. He was doing honor society, and I was like, why don't we have a junior honor society? I'll do that. So I think we he did it for one year for high school. I did it for middle school, and then he started taking on more AP courses. Okay, um, and more college prep courses. So I took over both of them, and it just for the last six years that's I've had both of them um oh so literally since you've been in the coordinator position you have also been an advisor yes. wow no. that's my that's my baby yes no, <laughs> it's my baby um i love the honor society i love all the different challenges and what we can do this last year i worked to together but got them started um at the elementary and at bayshore to get their elementary honor society going mm-hmm. because ideally they'll filter into my campus and so they're going to have all of these years of service and character building and good grades and, yes. and those are the kids you want to retain you know i mean not sure. that we don't want to retain all of them but those are yeah. those are the kids we want to see graduate through the sst system yeah and you're investing a lot in them. right yeah. it's a huge investment yes. from everybody not just me but from everybody mm-hmm. um and then one of our graduation requirements like you have to do it is to have a hundred volunteer hours in your four years of high school. Okay. So that kind of segued into that. Yes. Because I do let them double dip. If They have to do 50 for me every year. Mm-hmm. So if you're an honor society all four years, it's easy peasy. You're done. Yes. Um, but a lot of our kids don't do honor society um, for 
different reasons, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of reached out to them to include them in our volunteer opportunities. Um, this last year, we did the Coastal Bend Food Bank, which has been amazing to us. Yes. We did um, American Heart Association, which reached out to us, and we did a really big thing for them. We raised like almost $4,000 for them. That's incredible. That was a whole bunch of fun. Yes. Um, one of the best supported organizations. So if you're thinking about doing any kind of fundraising, they really support you and walk you through all the steps. It mm-hmm. was really good. Um, so I'm hoping to bridge that into all of our campuses this year. So all of the campuses can do it and raise more money for them. And it's really good, um, education for our students about heart health and just being healthy. Of course. I don't know if you remember back in the day and it reminded me, we don't do it anymore, but you had to do the PT test. Did you ever have to do that? It's familiar. You had to do a certain number of push-ups. You had to run a mile. You had to do pull-ups. Girl, I never succeeded. (laughs) Me either. I maybe got the mile. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe the push-ups. I was not that girl. I was not the athlete. So, um, you know, we don't do that anymore, that whole PT testing. I know they had their own curriculum with PE and all of that and requirements, but it's not a big deal like we used to have. So it was really nice to see kids get involved. Um, If they did the FINS mission, which is a heart health kind of education app on their phone mm-hmm. um they got six hours of community service so that wow. was easy yes super easy yeah it um, is and i kind of thought we were done like we raised the money we had our big volleyball tournament um corpus christi fire department came out and played our students that was a whole bunch of fun really we had this was um, to benefit american heart society mm-hmm. wow we had um the corpus christi fire department play our middle school students mm-hmm. We volleyball had, yes volleyball <laughs> i wanted to do dodgeball <laughs> but i was hilarious. shut down very quickly and i'm Why? still fighting you know i guess it's more contact yeah i think we were worried about teachers throwing dodgeballs in kids faces Got i it. don't really know i that get it <laughs> yeah but uh maybe next year maybe they'll kind of loosen the reins on that one a yeah, little bit all, show me the plan like you were talking <laughs> show me the about plan. earlier yeah um my favorite line is just hear me out yeah and then they're like oh what are you doing now <laughs> that's good um but it was a huge hit with I me mean, it was like standing room only people were bringing in their own chairs we had the Corpus Christi Fire Department play wow. middle school. We had our staff play our high school. Okay. And then the winners of both of those played the championship. And yeah. our staff won, which was great. It was a wow. lot of fun. I was very surprised because I was out of breath watching them. For sure. Uh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the, the fire department <laughs> thought they had it in the bag. So nope. go staff. You would think. But yeah. the middle school beat them. And then it ended up being our um, staff versus middle school. And our yeah. staff oh, okay. That's so that wonderful. was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good time. And then what else? We don't we do Purple Door. Yes. Well, that, that's actually something I wanted to bring up specifically because it was something y'all celebrated the 100th day of school yes. by collecting 100 items yep. per grade yes. for the Purple Door. Yes. Okay. What was the inspiration behind that? Like, it's just last a brilliant year. We idea. started it last year and it was interesting. Um, I don't even, again, I'm going to go, I don't know how that kind of came up, <laughs> but somebody mentioned the hundred days of school project. And the real challenge of being on the middle school, high school campus is doing things together that are geared towards my big kids uh-huh. because no, no middle school or high school student wants to be called a kid or do the fun kitty things. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like adults, right? That's yes. the whole thing right now. So they don't want to do the hundred different things on the shirts. Um, okay. Because I know next year I don't you'll, know you'll be able to yeah, do well, it. I don't know what any of this is, but okay. Kinder is so cute. I actually, Nash missed it because we had COVID. Yes. But <sighs> they dress up as old people. <laughs> it is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a bunch of little kids dressed up like old people. That's hilarious. They have gray hair and they look like the guy from Up and they just walk around. Oh my so adorable. gosh. It's my oh. favorite thing ever. And I was so sad Nash didn't get to do it. But that is adorable. And then the bigger elementary kids do like 100... 
eyeballs on the shirt and whatever. They have big 100 days of school celebration. Yeah. So that was the best way to kind of tie in a service project um, to do that. Yes. Um, and it benefits them. We do have students that, you know, have benefited from the purple door before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for privacy reasons, they don't want to tell us or, you know, we can't say who they are. But, I mean, you're really giving back to your own community because definitely as a charter school, who accepts everybody, we're not zoned like school districts. Okay. So our schools aren't just our neighborhood kids. They're all over Corpus Christi. Yes. Um, we have kids come in, I mean, as far as Ingleside at one point. Oh, wow. Their parents, I guess, worked in Corpus, and they would drive them in. We have teachers and students from Portland, Cal Allen, Robstown. I mean, they're all over just to come to SST. That's a very interesting fact. So, I mean, we service a bunch of kids from all different kinds of walks of life. Um, I know we're on the south side, which people think is like the uppity part of town yes. and all of that. But that's not who our demographic is. We're 61% free and reduced lunch. Okay. So we are a Title I school. And yes. our kids, And what does that mean? I'm sorry. We just receive funding for our kids who okay. are low income. Right. Um, I mean, that's the long and short of it. There's a lot of different aspects to it, but we are a title one school. Okay. And so we service kids who don't have much. Yes. And so they know somebody or they themselves have benefited from Purple Door, Ronald McDonald House. Absolutely. Um, all kinds of different organizations that have helped them at one point so we can help them. Absolutely. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cause you know, I'm going through your Facebook, I'm sorry, your Instagram, which by the way, anybody who's interested, please follow at school services. Sigler. Sigler. School service. Sigler. I, that extra S <laughs> in your last name. I, I turned it, it into services. It <laughs> yes. At school service. Sigler. Um, I mean, she's always, you know, keeping you up to date with the really amazing things that the schools of science and technology and corpus is up to in particular the high school. Cause that's where you're at, but other things as well. And I'm going through your Instagram and I'm like, look at this. Like y'all are special hearts in the arts was something yes. that you had talked about. Y'all fundraise. I want to work with them next year. We okay. have not worked with them yet, but I would love to work with them next yeah, year. Yeah. So that, that's something that you had talked about. And then of course the purple door, y'all uh, do donations to the Coastal Bend Food Bank. Um, mm -hmm. Also y'all became an official affiliate and fundraiser of the Coastal Bend Day of Give Giving. Yes, we yeah. did this year. That was exciting. Um, and we raised money for the food bank. Um, and that month we did a whole bunch. We did the volunteer days at the food bank. We um, raised money for the food bank. I mean, we did all kinds of things. I think my goal is that my students learn the value in community service, yes. but also the different organizations in town that are helping them. Exactly. Directly or indirectly. Oh, that's, I love that. Um, because they don't. It's like a mutual. It is. It, it is mutually exchange. beneficial. Yes, beneficial. <laughs> that's the word. Um, a lot of my students have their nose in social media mm -hmm. and they don't know these things. They weren't forced to communicate like we were. Yes. We didn't have that. And we had snake on our cell phones and we had <laughs> to, <laughs> the biggest threat was we, snake. Yep, snake. Um, and we had to pay per text message. That's right. So my, my mom would lose her mind if I texted anybody. For sure. So Minutes and texts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I tell students all the time, I had a green see-through pager. And my mother would drop me off at the Corpus Christi skating rink on mm -hmm. Friday nights for Teen City. Why she did that? Teen City. I don't know. <laughs> uh, city skates. Yep, city, city skates. skates. And I would. She would page me, and I would. I would. She would give me money for like the the concession stand, whatever. And of course, I was never there because I was in the back. <laughs> 
not doing awful things twerking oh my gosh (laughs) they didn't even call it twerking back then no we didn't i don't know what it was called i don't want either um bumping and grinding probably yeah everybody's (laughs) all up on euphoria mall city skates in the late 90s my friends you have no clue the fun that we had back then yes so she would page me and i would take my quarter to the payphone and i would call her and she'd be like are you ready and i'm like well duh it's almost 11 (laughs) o'clock and she would come pick me up and that was the thing i mean that's what we did and yep uh, kids don't do that. <laughs> right. So they're in social media. It's all about Snapchat and Instagram and all of these different things. And I want them to, to get those communication skills. Yes. And, you know, just out there skills. Like, you are completely capable of volunteering 100 hours of community service in four years. Yes. It's so easy. Yes. I mean, I can find a million things for you to do. But helping the Coastal Bend Food Bank by putting cans in boxes and helping them box that up to reach other community members that's worth your time for sure. And the kids who have gone with me have really seen the value in that. And after the first time we did that, I tried to set it up, um, you know, once a month and then COVID got really bad again in February. So we kind of backed off a little bit, mm-hmm. but, um, just those, you know, two or three months that we did it, they really like, or when's the next one? When are we going to do that? again? Yes. That was easy for community service hours. So, I mean, that was easy, but they also enjoyed it. They enjoyed meeting other people and seeing how they were helping and seeing what the food bank looks like. And, I don't think they realize how many people in our community benefit For from the sure. Coastal Bend Food Bank. I mean, the impact is they serve like multiple counties, like yes. 12 or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. This means a lot to me that you are putting the time to give the students this experience as a parent. Thank you. Because I'm concerned, of course, about the not being able to communicate, always being into electronics. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like, you know, Nick's all electronics. Oh, no, we're free with screen time in my house. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a need for them, of course. Right. Um, but there's also so much a need for people to realize, like, what's going on in your backyard. Right. Meaning, you know, how can I help in my community? Mm-hmm. Who are individuals in com- my community that might benefit from me donating my time? Right. Huge. Right. Uh, La Palmera Mall, mm-hmm. uh, Christina Weschler, she's a really good friend of mine. We went to high school with her. I don't know if you know you went to high school with her. She's the my name year. sounds familiar. Um, her last name at the time was Avila. Okay. That, that um, might help. I believe she was voted um, Corpus Christi 40 under 40 this year. Oh, congratulations she's to her. Phenomenal. One of yes. my favorite people in the world. She is, and I'm, I'm going to get her title completely wrong. I'm telling you. She. <laughs> I always call her the mall manager, but I know she's not the mall manager. She's like the marketing manager of La Palmera. And okay. she puts on amazing events. They are doing a great job <clears throat> with their marketing. She does phenomenal. Yes. And every year, um, in the last few years, we've gotten to do the gift wrapping for them, mm-hmm. which has been awesome. And We meaning the school, the students. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And we also help her with Santa's arrival, which wow. is always a okay. huge hit. I saw a picture of this, but I, I didn't yes. understand what it was. So nope. what is it? The kids go up there and Santa comes and um, Christina's great at this. And she has people who work with her. And they put my students at different places throughout the mall with like face painting and that's great different arts and crafts. And then the parade and they just kind of help out around. But I think they really enjoy that communication with other people and other people's kids and yes just getting out there a little bit and it's always well run well organized and so it's not directly helping a nonprofit, but they're still volunteering their time exactly. to do something good and put smiles on yeah, people's it's like faces for the public right yeah and so it's not just nonprofits that we work with mm-hmm. i'll do anything um i believe we did the reindeer run they volunteered for that and they helped direct runners i mean 
I want my students everywhere. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and y'all really are. And so are you constantly looking for opportunities for them to volunteer or are Always. organizations reaching out to you or is it kind of like a both. both's going both. on? If I see something going on, I'll find somebody I know that works on that. And I'll be like, hey, I got kids. You got places? <laughs> I got kids. I got lots of kids. What do you need? Um, people contact me. One of our students' parents um, helps run the Special Hearts and the Arts. Mm -hmm. And so she's there. Um, so she, you know, we can always help them there too. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got a need for volunteers. I got plenty of them. <laughs> well, and I mean, and you're there leading the charge. Like that's another thing that I think is so incredible about you is like you are there, um, for lack of a better word, you know, on the front lines, you know, with, with these kids assisting, you know what I mean? It's not just go do this. Right. Like, you're there. Helping I, I try to the be cause. there every time. I always joke with Christina that, um, her Santa's arrival is always on my anniversary. Is it really? Yes. What's your anniversary? November 9th. Okay. Oh, it's always so, like a month before, yep. of course. So um, this year, my husband hated me, but I went and did Santa's parade <laughs> for like a few hours. And I was like, I got to leave by seven. So you ended up dodging out for a few hours on your anniversary? Yes. I worked and think until like six or seven <laughs> and I took off and I left and hey, I had parents. duty calls. <laughs> but, but that's such an incredible aspect of you because if you can, you know, give yourself in that way you will right I think that's amazing I and think then of course you have stuff you know you uh spend time with your family and prioritize them too you know it's like a women balance. have to juggle <laughs> I say it truth? all the time women have to juggle yes we have kids I mean you have kids you have a husband we got to find a way to make it work yeah and I mean that you're doing and uh like I said I mean you just make it seem so I don't know you just have the best attitude about it I think um not all the time. Oh, no, I mean, you're human. <laughs> you're human, you know, but like ultimately, you know, you're you're enjoying yourself while you're doing this. So something that I wanted to talk about that you posted about that I thought was really neat is you received the Benjamin Franklin Award from your students. Yes. Okay, that so what so is that? Like, tell me I, more. I really, I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I but it was so it sweet. You. It was a really, like, one of the cutest things I've ever received. It's probably one of my favorite things I've ever received. Um... And it was just innovation and I could achieve anything I put my mind to, I believe is what it said. Perfect and way to describe you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. And they, um, it really touched my heart this year because they, they recognized me. I think um, one of the things that I was telling my administration, my APs and my principal was as a coordinator, I'm not a teacher. Yeah. So teacher appreciation week, I'm easily forgotten. And we are all, there's several coordinators. I'm the only one. Yeah. We're easily forgotten. We're kind of the behind the scenes movers and shakers. Um, principals week. We're not principals, you know. Interesting. So, I mean, it's just kind really of one of those about things. That. Right. Yeah. I don't think a lot Me, of people do. No. And I'm not trying to do the whole pat on the back thing, but it's one of those things Please where it's like. Please pat yourself on the back. Well, there's several of us coordinators. Like, yeah. you know, we have our ESL coordinator, our special education coordinator. There's a whole bunch of us. And yeah. so it's one of those things where it's like, we need to make a coordinators week, not just for me, but for all these other people who yes. are behind the scenes and we're working and we're figuring things out. Um, so it was really special that the kids realized like, and thought of me. Yes. And that was really, really cute. And yeah. so it's hanging on my wall in my office. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the, for, you know, because like you said, and it, it's just the way, par for the course, you know, kids can be a little bit, you know, self-involved and only, right. really only concerned with what's going on in their own lives. So mm -hmm. the fact that they took something, you know, took the time right. to acknowledge you and the help that you give them. It was very sweet. Yeah, it was very amazing. kind. And so, um, and she was a first year teacher, their teacher that who did the, the awards, um, Ms. Barrera. I love her. I can't sing her praises enough. She is our eighth grade history teacher. So she's teaching classes that I taught. So I are just, you ever like, man, I kind of miss I do. teaching all the time. Hey, let let all me the come time. in there and teach a lesson. <laughs> I will tell you my first year as coordinator and into my second year, I regretted my decision leaving the classroom. Wow. But <laughs> 
now that I can see all the different things that I can do um, and what I can achieve outside of the classroom, yes. I don't want to go back in the classroom. Yes. But I can get that. It's like a bittersweet thing. It is. Because you know it's like the right move, but you it really is. enjoyed what you were doing before. And there's plenty of opportunities now and coming up, but I wouldn't work with kids at all. Um, when I did get into the coordinator position, one of the first questions I asked was, do I still get to do honor society? Because mm-hmm. if I didn't get to work with my kids at all, I don't know that I wanted to do it right. because that's not what I want to do. I don't want to sit in an office all day and push paper and for sure make, I think they see me as testing corner and making them take a test. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I know. I don't want to be that person. You, but the <laughs> fact that that's like in your title, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not making you, I'm just making sure it's easy and smooth. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was really exciting to get the Benjamin Franklin, um, award. It was adorable. It was so cute. And so it's on my wall and I'm very excited. I think that's amazing. Like that's definitely something <clears throat> that I would also cherish. It's adorable. So in addition to, you know, all the work that you're doing at the high school for the school of science of technology in Corpus, you're also a board member for the traveling library, yes, which is I, a local nonprofit here in Corpus. And I love that you're a part of it. It makes me so yes, happy. And I found out about them through you. Ah, well, okay. And that's the point, right? The point right. is to make for people, people to hear the episodes and make these connections and you are the perfect example of that so like how did this all come to be because you were also promoting their stuff I think even before you got yes. involved I love promoting any nonprofit, anything that they're doing um, I'm not always the most timely about it I usually find out things about when they're already over but <laughs> <laughs> um, I really want to promote that I want my kids to be involved in that I want my own personal children to be involved in that yes um, but I was listening to your podcast she was one of the first um, interviews I heard and it was so fun, so smooth, and I love reading. Reading is me too. One of my favorite things to do. Do you, can you do it? Because you're so busy. Do you yes, make time I to read, read? I read all the time. Oh, I, I don't to be like, like to watch you. TV. I just like to sit and read my books. I need to be like you. And I reached out to her to come talk to our students. And I needed a little mini service project to fill some time last year. And we did a book drive for jeans passes because we're not allowed to wear jeans to school. Oh, that's right. Okay. So students will do anything for jeans pass. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, bring me a book. I don't care. Pick one off your shelf. Go find one in a classroom your teacher doesn't want. I'll give you jeans pass. Yes. So we did jeans passes for books and we were really, we filled up a whole book cart and we shipped them off to her and she had talked to that's me that amazing. day and she said, I'm looking for new board members. We have two spots. Are you interested? Absolutely. And then one of my really good friends, Jessica Tullis mm-hmm. also works with me. She's also a board member now, too. So we get to work together at work and at the nonprofit. That's so. amazing. How long have you been on the board? <coughs> um, goodness. Uh, March. Okay. April? This year. Yes. One of, a lot's been happening. Yes. I mean, there's been a ton of events. The one year, the birthday just happened, I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, y'all we are had doing the a first ton. birthday. Um, when we first met, they didn't have the trailer up and going. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of trying to figure out where we go, what impact we can make. And we said, let's get this going by summer. Yes. Let's figure out how to do this. Yes. And so there have been grants that have been applied for. And Amazing. the trailer art was donated to us. And so they came and they painted the trailer. And we had a grand opening two weeks ago, three yes. weeks ago. And it's going to be great. I know. Y'all are just killing it. And yep. I just, you know, I love this organization. And then the fact that you're involved, I'm like, yes. Like, you <laughs> This is absolutely just like the perfect combination to be a successful org. So I think that's amazing. Movers and shakers. Let's get it going. Um, The goal is to put it into um, high need areas, Mm -hmm. um, low income neighborhoods whose parents are working. They're sitting at home. Let's put a book in their hand. Yes. And let's get it out there. 
it's going good so far. Yeah. And um, y'all are just starting a book club. Band book club. Yes. We're starting 1984. Yes. Or yes. 1984. 1984. Yeah. Go get it um, on our Instagram. And we're going to meet July 9th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's going to be our first meeting. Yeah. For part one. At Stingers on South Staples. That's going to be so fun. And I I'm thinking I'm about really doing excited. a book club. This month is madness for me, though. So I may have to join in, on the next book, yes. maybe. But either way, like, this I'm is something excited. I'm very interested I've in. I've always wanted to start a book club. Yes. Um, and kind of we'll see what happens yeah no i think it's gonna be great i mean especially because it's like you know once you throw something in there that people weren't supposed to read at one time or another right. that immediately piques right. interest like and so i'm really hoping i sent it to a few parents um of you know some of my students my high school students bigger kids cause yeah quote-unquote band book whatever right, right right so i'm really hoping that they join because they'll read it at some point in their academic career too so maybe we can get them some little segue into it and hear their sure. point of view i mean it's gonna be really interesting yeah it is i don't you know and, and i think that's another thing too that you really you know you are in these kids lives and you also want to hear their perspective on whatever it is y'all are experiencing that's yep. huge i'd love to hear my kids talk um one of the best things and i think the kind of segues back to the beginning of our conversation is have you always been so calm and easygoing with our kids i mean every year i hear this from students i'm really hard i'm not the nice fun come in my classroom and let's have snacks teacher educator okay i'm the tough love okay educator yes and, um one of my seniors one of my favorite kids i'm not supposed to say that but he's one of my favorite kids i've ever had in my mm-hmm. life um graduated this year and he said you hated me as a seventh grader <laughs> and you just looked at me when i walked in your room and that's like he loves telling that story about how i hated him as a seventh grader but i didn't hate you mm-hmm. i had expectations for you yes and it was hard yes <laughs> and he goes but when i was in eighth grade it was cool and every year without fail they tell me or tell another student or tell somebody she's cool if you do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And so I love to hear my kids' opinions. I love to hear them talk. I would love to help them, you know, sort out life issues, but you got to do what you got to do. You got to come to school. You yep. got to work on your classes. Yep. You got to be respectful. Um, and that's really big. And once you set those boundaries and you set those expectations, then yes. you can be cool and chill. And Exactly. They know I'm not going to mess with her. And it's probably because I'm crazy, but they're. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are my favorite kinds of teachers, too. I think about it. The ones who were not necessarily strict, but they weren't putting up with any crap. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, like you said, you have a job to do. Right. We can be, you know, get along, but you need to do it. Do it and do it well. Meet our expectations. Follow school rules. Very easy, basic school rules. And everything's fine. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it ain't hard, kids. It's really not that hard. (laughs) And I will tell you, I I don't know how I would teach post-COVID. Oh. Yeah. Post-COVID has been interesting. Um, With the social media, they're addicted. Just like adults are addicted. We have... You know, I, I'm 7 through 12, but now I'm 8 through 12. I mean, 12, 13, 14-year-olds who are literally addicted to Snapchat. Yes. And, you know, parents have to work. I totally understand. But you are a parent first, and you need to yes. check their social media and know what they're talking about and For who sure. they're talking to. And and it's really hard to manage a classroom when you're battling cell phones. That, oh, my gosh. And the earpod things is a new thing. Airpod things yeah. are an issue at work. That is a new thing. And with I, a grown up. Yes. It's annoying. And the kids with the hair now over their ears and you can't tell they have an earpod in and you know, with testing that's an irregularity. You can get in big trouble for that with yep. the state. Yep. So like I would have to go in every classroom. If you have an earpod, now is your chance to put it in your Yes. And, don't do and it. Just don't get don't, caught. We are not doing this. And my goodness. I, I hats off to the teachers now because I don't know how I would have handled classroom management and yes. behaviors 
post COVID. Honestly, I think you, you would have been fine. I mean, it would have been an adjustment, but I think you would have done a great job, but that's something again, I feel so ignorant to like the plight of educators because I'm just like, Oh, y'all made it through COVID. Like y'all are all good. Right. And it's like, no, no, (laughs) it's a completely different world than it was when I started in 2013 and they handed me textbooks and said, go teach. It's, It's kids are more social savvy. I don't know. Like, they're more adult than yes. I think they were back then. Yes, I believe that. Like I see videos of the kids I had and they're way adults now, but I see videos of that I took in my classroom in 2013 of my students. They pop up on my memories and they're not the same breed of kid that we have now. Yep. And that's good and bad. There's good and there's of bad course. to that. Yeah. But um, it's really interesting to yeah. watch, to, to see how COVID has changed. I never thought I'd live through a pandemic. I'm oh, who 30. did? I'm going to be 35 next this month next month july <laughs> july what 22nd okay very good <laughs> yeah so i never thought i'd live through a pandemic and much less teach during a pandemic or you know and here you and are all over tiktok and I, I know you've seen it and facebook is you know how awful teachers are or how hard teachers jobs are and yes you know i, I know i'm a little biased but it's it's really difficult no you it, it's just facts it's, <clears throat> it is facts y'all are dealing with not one kid y'all are dealing with multiple kids and yes. y'all are responsible for their education and then making it to the next level and and to add into that a lot of their socialization because they go yes. home to their family unit but yes. we're having to teach them how to socialize yes that's so true and friends and and, a, and being an appropriate friend not inappropriate exactly. but appropriate and um, we are a national school of character, mm-hmm. so we have oh, a... Oh, excellent. Yes, our whole district is. We're the only district um, that's a, a national school of character, actual school district, not so just So what does school. that mean? So um, it's through character.org, uh-huh. and it's been an amazing program. We implemented it in 2019. Okay. Um, and we just implement character and character traits into everything that we do. Um, every month has a different character trait. Um you know, our acronym is child, caring, honesty, integrity. I'm, I hope I'm spelling child right. Leadership and dedication. <laughs> you did. Great job. <laughs> um, so we really push those um, character traits, but we also have them every month. And we talk to the kids about, like, this is what dedication means. This is what leadership means. Mm-hmm. This is what integrity means. Um, and that looks different for every age group. Of course. So Nash Oh, is, see, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's different for every age group. Um, and we try to meet them on their level and teach them those character traits. And I mean, your parents are your first teachers, right? Yes. But a lot of our kids don't have parents right. that are that involved. Right. And um, so that's part of their education at school, whether you're at SST or anywhere. Right. I mean, of that's, course. That just kind of is what it is. And that's part of being a teacher. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Nope. They're with us eight hours a day. Like we are very influential and we have to hold ourselves to those standards and hold them to those standards. And character, um, being a national school character has really helped us. Um, advertise and push, you know, that education, that part of their social emotional learning. That, I mean, so there's not on top of their curriculum. We also have, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I really love that y'all are just, y'all are dedicated. Like we want these kids to be better off for yes. coming to our school. Yep. I mean, and, and we do, we push it. Um, you know, my honor study kids, um, are all graduating top of their class, not just cause they're an honor study, but because we have, I mean, a really competitive ranking system with mm-hmm. our school and and seeing who's number one and seeing who's number two is always a jumble because you never yes. know and they graduate and go do great things. So, well, I mean, that's definitely, you know, in part yep. because of, you know, how much you care and of course well, your, your peers. It matters with parents too. Yes. And that's the other part of federal programs is getting our parents involved 
And I will tell you that our valedictorian this year is the third brother. There's only three of them. All three have been valedictorian. Wow. And I asked his mom. I said, what did you do? I got three boys. What did you do? I yes. Need to know, I, need to, I need to know the secret. Yes. And she said, I didn't do anything but feed them. What? I was like, what? No she way. Goes, yep. That's what she told me. She goes, I just made them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They did the rest. And I was like, well, I guess I'm cooking. So I went and spent $400 <laughs> at HEB today. <laughs> But yeah, that's what she told me. I asked her at our recording ceremony. I said, what did you do? I got to know. Mm-hmm. All three of them have been valedictorian. And Wild. she said, mm-hmm. I fed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What? A, I mean, that you know what? But I mean, there's so much to that statement, right? right? That is her being present. That is yep. her looking after them. That yep. is her having a schedule. There's a lot to that. Yep. And that's actually says a lot about her and about her mm-hmm. kids. What a, that was an excellent story. Thank yep. you so much for sharing. She said I fed them, and I was like, I got three boys. I'm gonna have a hefty <laughs> HEB. And my husband thinks that's because they're gonna be second pick in the draft. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. We're both like five four. We're five six. We're not. We're not gonna have draft that's kids. That's hilarious. But- <laughs> hey, you know, you hear about like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady not being like the most physically uh, c- capable necessarily, and then stepping up. So hey, you just never. You know. never know. They really might. Don't. But I, I don't see football or basketball in our future. I see maybe some soccer. Yes, I heard. <laughs> I heard that. So Ashton, what's been the most rewarding thing so far mm. in your career? Like something that sticks out? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, graduation. All of them graduate. Mm-hmm. We have a really high graduation rate. Um, and I'm, I, I'm running out of kids. Our sophomores are the last group I had taught. Wow. Yep. So at this point, like this last graduation, I was like, I taught them for two years. Mm-hmm. And then next year, I taught them for two years. And then when my sophomores are seniors, what am I going to say? I got to find something new. I know. But my biggest accomplishment is watching them walk the stage. I mean, that to me sums it up perfectly. Well, you know, y'all did your jobs. We did our job. Now you got to do yours. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it drives Devin crazy, my husband crazy, because we'll see kids working. And they're like, oh, Miss Moff. And he's like, she's married. Her name is Sigler. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll always be Miss Moff. I was Miss Moff for 31 okay, years. Okay, <laughs> so, and, and so you started off as Miss Moff before yes. you got married. Mm-hmm. That's hysterical. I was Miss Moff. And I mean, I have, I was for 31 years. And now, like, even at work, the teachers still call me Moff. <laughs> and it, it, I just see his skin crawl. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. They'll figure it I'm out like, I've got to filter through some of these kids. Yes, yes. <laughs> eventually, Miss Sigler yep. will stick. It'll stick. Some way, somehow, but yes. yep. Watching them walk the stage is definitely the most rewarding. I we uh, all ugly cried this year. <sighs> Next year, I'll, I'll cry. Yes, I don't know if I ugly cried. This year, seniors were a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and they were out there. They were smart, but they were funny. And this year's seniors coming up are super smart and very like to the point. Yes. They weren't quite as no fun. nonsense. No nonsense. Maybe maybe they'll loosen up maybe. in their last year. They would tell you me. Know? Just tell me what I need to know. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Girl, how much I ain't got time for Fair this enough. woman. No jokes. That's hilarious. But this year's seniors were just fun. Um, so, yeah, that's it's rewarding every year to watch them walk the stage. And even the kids, like my freshmen, eighth graders, seventh graders, I never taught them, but I know them through, like, testing or walking in their classrooms and, like, losing my mind on them because they're loud. Yes. Um, so they know me. 
but not like my my students knew me. Yeah. So it's going to be a sad day. <laughs> I love that. But I mean, you know, the special connection, that'll never go away. You know what right. I mean? And the way you've referenced teachers from your past, they'll, of course, reference yeah. you and, you know, I others so. who help them along the Crazy way. Crazy Miss Moth. Always yelling. <laughs> I know, right? Hilarious. Ashton, thank you so much thank for you. joining me this tonight. This was so fun. <laughs> yes, for letting me come over. Your helm is beautiful. Thank um, you. I just admire you so much. Thank you so much. I, I admired you from the get, but then when I really started digging, I'm like, wow, like this I have to talk to you about this and share everything that you're doing. You. It's just amazing. So anybody who's so listening, if you want to follow Ashton and her adventures at the School of Science and Technology, visit her on Instagram at School Service Sigler. Is there anywhere else they can find you? Facebook. I mean, okay. I'm cool. Yeah, she really is. So, so check her out. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much again. Thank you.